Welcome to Tech Lord Chat, our series of coffee break podcasts from Four Pump Court. I'm Ian Munro. And I'm Matthew Levy. Today we'll focus on NFTs or nifties, and in particular, the purchase of NFT artworks. Matthew, what's the scenario? My clients are in fashion retail and are planning to launch a new brand that seeks to capture the post-lockdown zeitgeist and party spirit. They recently found what they considered to be the perfect image for their brand signature, a pixelated cartoon of a mask-wearing beach girl holding a martini. Lovely. They saw the image at a nifty auction, immediately put in a bid, and they were successful. They purchased the image nifty for 500,000 US dollars, and they subsequently entered into several supply contracts and are shortly to take delivery of a very large quantity of t-shirts, hats, bags, mugs, all sorts of merchandise bearing this image. Shipments are due to arrive in a couple of weeks. So they were irritated and really rather alarmed when last week uh, they stumbled across a website run by the artist who created the image. And that website seemed to be selling a whole bunch of very similar items. Ah. So they wrote to the artist in strong terms, explaining they were just about to launch a new brand using the image, and the artist had better take down his website immediately. Let me guess, the artist has refused. Well, he has indeed. And actually, it's a bit worse than that. Because the artist has also said that my clients aren't permitted to use the image themselves for any brand launch or to print it on any merchandise. If they do so, he says he'll seek an injunction. And the worst bit is, on the face of it, he's actually fully in his right because my clients don't have the right to use the image for the purposes they are using it. The artist, on the other hand, does. So how did your client get it all so wrong? I'm guessing they purchased the Nifty without fully understanding exactly what they were buying. That's basically the position, yes. Because a Nifty is in itself no more or less than the name suggests. It's a non-fungible token. Just like a Bitcoin, it exists as a ledger entry on a blockchain. But unlike Bitcoin, each NFT is unique. And in the case of NFT art, uniquely identifies a particular digital artwork. And if you own a Nifty, it means you are recorded as owner of that digital artwork. But that does not necessarily mean you have any rights to prevent other people accessing and copying it. Or that you necessarily have any right to make further copies yourself, whether on merchandise or anything else. Exactly right. When you buy an NFT, whether at auction or anywhere else... The purchase may come with an undertaking from the artists not to use the image. And it may come with a right to copy the image and use it commercially, as my clients have sought to do. But those rights aren't inherent in the NFT. Whether they exist, and if so, their nature and extent, turns on the terms of the contract of sale. And this particular contract did not confer any license to reproduce the artist's copyright work for commercial purposes, nor did it impose any restrictions on the artist, whose merchandise business is therefore entirely legitimate. My clients simply hadn't understood what they were buying. Their mindset was that they were buying image rights, but they weren't. They were buying an entitlement to say they owned a particular digital file. In a way, what they did was no different to buying a physical artwork. 
If you buy a painting, you don't prevent the artist from selling, say, photographic copies of it, and neither do you get any rights to copy the print yourself, or put it on t-shirts and sell it. That would be copyright infringement. I agree. The transaction is conceptually identical. The oddity with NFTs, and I suspect the reason why my clients thought they were buying rather more than they were, is that when you are buying a painting, you're getting something tangible and tangibly unique and of value. It doesn't matter how many people have photographic copies, you have the original. But of course, with digital artwork, there can be any number of copies, all of which are identical for material purposes. And the notion of an original doesn't have such obvious resonance, and thus the notion of ownership of the file is really rather less tangible. So perhaps a better analogy than a painting in the real world is to a print. If you buy a print, that copy is yours, but you have no right to make further copies. And there's nothing to stop the copyright owner printing as many copies as they like. The difficulty in the digital world is that there's really no limit to the number of copies that that might be. There's no reason why your clients couldn't have agreed to purchase the NFT with rights and restrictions that they needed, of course. Well, assuming the artist was willing to sell on that basis, that's true. As I said, that's simply a matter of contract. The seller and purchaser of an NFT can agree any terms they like. And those terms can, and in many cases should, include IP licensing arrangements where that's appropriate. But they've actually got to do it. And in a scenario where you've got fully agreed terms, what the blockchain, the NFT, is really adding is evidential. It's a record of ownership. Yes, and it's also establishing uniqueness, but only in the sense that it identifies the specific digital image actually sold. The NFT tells you nothing about how many copies of it are in circulation. Which is where your clients went wrong, sadly. Indeed. An expensive and unhappy episode. But they have learned a few things along the way. First, although the purchaser of an NFT is buying ownership exclusivity, that exclusivity doesn't prevent copies being made and circulated. So unless the purchaser can be sure that there are no other copies, and none can be created... Appropriate contractual terms will need to be agreed if there's a desire to limit circulation. Secondly, owning an NFT is not the same as owning copyright in digital art or acquiring a license to exploit a work commercially. If that's what's needed, it needs to be agreed contractually. Thirdly, buying an NFT is no different from buying anything else. Do your due diligence and make sure you understand what it is that you're buying. Finally, and on a more positive note, my clients have come to appreciate that NFTs are an elegant solution to provenance tracking, and they've found that they can be used for real-world goods as well as digital artefacts. So when they eventually launch their new label with, of course, a new image, they're planning to use NFTs to establish the authenticity of their products through labelling and to add cachet to limited editions. Thank you for listening to our podcast about NFT artwork. For references and citations, visit us at techlaw.chat. And if you feel so inclined, please subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts.
This podcast is provided for the purposes of general education and entertainment only and does not constitute legal advice. The presenters disclaim all liability for the consequences of reliance being placed on what they have said. The value of investments can go down as well as up and you may never recover the time devoted to listening to this podcast.